That's the brand new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Welcome to Silver Screen Previews for June the 4th, 2023. Yes, Silver Screen Previews is doing Sundays in the month of June. I'm your host, Rob Martin. On the other side of the uh, screen and on the other side of the aisle, we welcome back a co-host that we've been looking to get back on the show, and she's finally back. We welcome her back with open arms. Charlotte Beth, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. That's fantastic. So you're uh, you're ready to go. We got this Spider-Man movie on. It's the sequel to the 2018 one. You saw it. I saw it. What did you think about it? Give us your review on it. Oh man. So I'll be honest. When I first started, it was probably like the worst ADD woke adventure for a 13 year old I've ever seen in my life. But after about an hour in, I was like, oh. Okay, this is pretty good. Okay, there's a storyline. There's a, a family dynamic. There, there's something that more than just a visual can offer someone that wants the experience of going to the theater and, and seeing something um, captivating. So when I was first watching it, I was like, there's no way that this got a, a nine point anything. Like, come on. This is not going to happen. But then as time went on, then I was like, okay. But it was such a long film that if they had made it shorter, it would be like, really, really good. It was drawn out and literally marketed towards, it seemed like, 13-year-olds on shrooms. I hate to say it like that, but it's true. (laughs) And if you have any problems with seizures whatsoever, uh, do not do do this. Like, at all. You know, the, the casting was good. The, the big appeal and what was so, like, cutting edge was all the different animation styles, uh, almost in it, in the hodgepodge all together. So was it an artistic wonder? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it took a lot of effort to do that. Uh, was it an experience worthy of seeing on the big screen? Yeah, it was. Could they have, like, dialed back on the political agenda? 100%. But it was it was minimal, but interspersed. Can I see the appeal for the newer generation, eighteen and under? Right. Yes. Did it the music? Did it have all those things? Yes, it did. And me, would I have chosen to go to see that? I don't know that I would have. But can I see why other people would appreciate it? Yes, can. So. Um, what were your thoughts? <laughs> All right, do you give this film a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I don't know, it really depends on who you are. Like, <laughs> that's not, that's a cop out. You got to give me a straight answer. <laughs> okay, if I'm 15, yeah. If I'm uh, 15, no. <laughs> All right, then it's a no because you're above a certain age, like I am. <laughs> it's like such an opinion, so individualized. Because I do see the value in the artwork. So if you're 50 and you're bringing your kid, then yes. <laughs> ah, all right, so you're going back and forth. Give me a final answer. I say I always try to go the Regis way. <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, I don't even care. Like, everyone's being angry. I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down because uh, I would not pay to see All right, so a thumbs down. Thumbs down from Charlotte Beth on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That's out in theaters this past Sunday. Already making a killing at the box office. This one is one of those films that I think has a lot of legs on it. 
by meaning, you know, box office run. It's going to keep making money. It's going to keep making money. Yeah, because it's AKA Marvel and it's directed at kids. So you see that potential and it's just going to keep on coming. So, yeah, this is one of those summer films that I'm sure will, will, will last at least maybe two, maybe three months in the theaters. We'll make a ton of money. So there you go. Uh, this one is, uh, let's see, stars uh, Shamik Moore as the title character of Miles Morales, a.k.a. Spider-Man, Haley Steinfeld, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac, and Jake Johnson. Spider-Man joins forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People in order to face a very powerful villain. So this film, for me, it was very fast-paced. The greatness about uh, the writing is what matters here. When you have Lord and Miller at the task of writing a script, you have constant jokes. Well, you have It's hard, actually, to keep track of all the jokes because they just keep on coming, they keep on coming. That is yeah. the great writing. And on top of that, if you love the first one, you're going to love this one. You know, and it makes you feel like a kid again. This is the kind of film that you get enthralled in. It just, you just seep into it and you just go on the entire adventure with the rest of the cast. All the characters are fleshed out. They're very well defined. There's a lot of tremendous special effects where the movement and the dimension of the special effects makes you feel like you're in the ride. And that's very, very impressive. And a great you know, thing to see when you're actually watching a movie like this. It, it, it will make you lose track of time. It will mo- make you lose track of, uh, you know, do I have to go pee? Do I have to get another bu- a bucket of popcorn? That kind of deal. And there's a lot of challenging scenes also for the characters, which works well in order to progress what is going on in the film. Yes, there's a lot of social messaging. Yeah, okay. But I put that aside because of the story. The first one also had that same stuff, but I let it pass. I liked it. It was good. It is what it is. This film gives you and delivers on the goods that you expected from the first one. And it adds on top of that. So... It's a heroism film, and it really sticks to that point, as which uh, you know, as a viewer, you don't want to lose yourself aside from that. So heroism sticks out. That's what it is. That's what you get. This is a thumbs up for me on Spider-Man oh. Across the Spider-Verse, a well-documented special effects animation film from Marvel. So there you go. Uh, closing comments, Charlotte Beth. You know. It, it just, it had a lot going on. I think it had just a little too much for me. Maybe I'm from old school. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know, I'm from the old school, too. I, I mean, I try not to, I try to give these films a fair a fair shot. Because I know that they right. worked so hard on them. And oh, no, they clearly did. Yeah. They clearly did. There's a lot. Okay, I mean, it is, but it's, it's, it's assaulting to the sense of... It is. It is a lot. I mean, if you have, for example, some sort of epileptic thing, don't watch this movie. It's a lot. It's a lot. Don't go. Yeah. It might give you a seizure. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I would go see it, because it's, it's, it's kind of like a Marvel film, but it expands on the character of, of Spider-Man now in a future generation, where all these different things are happening compared to the regular Spider-Man storyline. In live action, not animation. <clears throat> I did the cameos and homages to the other fighter 
Yeah, it's great. I mean, I like all that spider people teaming up thing. It's great. You know, sometimes what they do in these films now is they add so many characters with such a lack of depth that you feel like you end up hating the characters or you feel like it was just a service for this thing or service just for that. No, I want characters that mean something. And that's what they probably, and that's what they gave you here. You know, so there we go. To say that there was a little flash of Toby? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. All right, so we agree to disagree on Spider-Man across the uh, Spider-Verse, which you can catch in theaters in wide release this weekend and, of course, in the coming weeks to come. So uh, Charlotte Beth gives it a thumbs down. I give it a thumbs up. Let's move on. The next film tonight on Silver Screen Previews is something called Simulant, which stars uh, Robbie Amell, Jordana Brewster, Sam Worthington, and Alicia Sands. Faye, played by Jordana Brewster, tries to replace her newly deceased husband with a humanoid simulator, which triggers an AI uprising and a government manhunt to eliminate machine consciousness. Wow, that sounds like a lot of stuff there. All right, so here's a clip from Simulant, also out in theaters in limited release on Silver Screen Previews. Oh, those vitals appear normal. All right, so there's Jordana Bruce trying to keep her husband alive with uh, some sort of artificial intelligence. All right, uh, Charlotte Beth, your review of Simulant out in theaters this past Friday. So the beginning, I mean, I don't want to say the main character is robotic, but he is robotic. But then is he not supposed to be a robot? So he's doing his job. Um, but the thing is, is that it really lacked um, depth. I wasn't attached to him. I would say, again, the script was very predictable to a point. And then it took a turn that I wasn't expecting. And I was like, okay, okay. They're, they're not just giving me a different version of Westworld. Right. Is what I was feeling. Uh, so they, like, switched it up a little bit. But honestly, it was like a combo between Westworld and Terminator. And if I say that, mm. in your mind, you've already watched the whole movie. How original <laughs> is that? Right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I really like some of the characters. Others, they just really, they didn't do it for me. Would I watch this on streaming when it came out? But if you say, this is a great Netflix movie. Am I going to pay to go to a theater? It's pretty expensive nowadays, mind you. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if I want to be short and sweet with this one, but no, I'm not giving you a movie for this. <laughs> You know, if you're going to go thumbs down, you might as well just make it nice and brief and to the point. That's the way Charlotte Beth gets to it, right? Yes, I mean, <laughs> it just wasn't memorable for me. There wasn't enough originality to make it worthwhile. Did the the title character of, of Robbie Amell, was he convincing at all for you? No, I, I did not care about him at all. He was too much of a robot. And that's, that's what he was supposed to do, but oh. you have to be a robot that I want to care about. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his like, like I cared more about him. I cared more. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't know. All right, what about what about Sam Worthington as the robot hunting cop sort of PI? No. No. <laughs> no. I, no. <laughs> I, I didn't care about him either. The only person I cared about was. 
Where is his name? I'm looking for his name. Um, He's deep down in the credits. What? <laughs> What's it? I can't even find him. You can't even find him? Um, no, I really honestly can't. Um, is it Samuel Lau? There you go. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. There you go. So Charlotte oh. Beth, you're a fan now of his. You gotta make a check out for his. He, he's gonna be doing future stuff, of course. So just keep on the IMDb page of his to find out what he's up to. Yeah. So unfortunately, you're yeah, you're gonna give this a thumbs down. Um, I will agree with you, and I'll tell you why. This is not a ripoff of Blade Runner or iRobot. Don't get it twisted like that. Just think of this film as something where they try to tug on your heartstrings emotionally and try to rip out your heart with all with the death that happens here. Now, Jordana Brewster is a fantastic actress. She is not the problem here. Uh, she always does a tremendous job in every role that she does. The she, she breaks out the lines. She knows what to do. She's a pro. Not a problem. Robbie Amell, well, you know, he's, he's kind of like tied to the bed for some parts of this movie. Uh, <laughs> there's a car crash involved. And that whole sequence, I just could not get at all where they were trying to go, because once you're tied to the bed, you really can't talk. You gotta, you know, operate with flashbacks and all that stuff. The intro also very cheesy, very ridiculous. The whole uh, uh, Isaac Asimov, the robot commandments. Who really gives a crap? I don't. Uh... I will say though, those are like those are real yes. right now. Yes, and that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. That's a major problem we got going on right now. That's our reality. Artificial intelligence. I'm not a big fan of that, obviously. I'm, I'm a stay human kind of person. Because without that, then we have nothing. We just have an artificial existence. A brain in the fog. You don't exist. Why not wear one of those things with the goggles, that VR thing, whatever that thing is? That's just a joke. Anyway. Yeah. I, there's nothing more important than dealing with your own realities because you were given that reality by when you were being born. So take advantage of well, life. Don't disappear into a I, fog. You're different. I also have been teaching robotics and engineering for the last five years, so I'm a little ah, biased. So you're biased. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> say, well, even if I cared about that much, uh, still, you, you can't really grasp at what they're trying to push here. They are trying to make people, when you die, have a, some kind of like humanoid replacement, and I you don't know, agree yeah. with that. I just cannot agree yeah. with that at all. It, it, there was a mini series that was out, there was like a little Twilight Zone. They, they took from that, too. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to remember... Where uh, was it on you? Uh, was it on a Sci-Fi Channel? No. It may have been on Netflix. It was like little Netflix. mini twisted. Yeah, um, so much stuff. There. I think Black is the name. Black Mirror. Was it, was it Black Mirror? 
see that i see a lot of that now starting to happen i mean they've been trying to push this for a very long time there you go uh trisha rails on says san junipero okay very good (laughs) yeah i cannot agree with any of that stuff uh you know robots i right 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 right. she she knows right there you go see she's on track of this terminator westwood and san junipero there you go bingo thank you trisha you see she's on the ball there uh Look, I cannot agree with anything when it comes to this this type of scenario. I, I'm I'm of the proponent, of course, is that when you die, you die. You know, they're going to bury you or they're going to cremate you, and that's the end. The people that survive will hold on to your memories, will keep you your spirit alive. They will put some kind of you know little frame thing on top of the cabinets. You know, there was this guy, there was she. I do that for my own pet. But I would never try to replace them with a some kind of robot or some kind of humanoid. With uh, in, in well, I'm the belief that we are operating machines with the electricity, <sighs> the energy that we are. We have magical. You see, there you go. I disagree with you because we have magical. We have magical energy, which is unpredictable, and that was given to us by the heavens. There is no way we were created from dust. But that's a different conversation. We're talking about simulant. I know. You're, but. But. but <laughs> she's going to attack me. I'm saying that that energy passed into the robot. And just like the other show is saying, the energy passed yeah. into something that's still be conscious, even though the machine that we operate passes. It's an interesting concept, but they, they really didn't. Well, they could have done a better movie than this. Uh, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make is that this movie well, fails. Yeah, they could have done a better thing. They could have done... Yeah, well, there you go. There's the example, right? So there you go. Yeah. So we both agree. Both thumbs down on Simulant, which is a out in a limited theater release. So you can check that out. It's in uh, theaters also. Very good. Our next and final film tonight on uh, Silver Screen Previews is the long-awaited movie The Boogeyman. Not to be confused with the 1980 version or the 2005 version. In this one, when a desperate patient shows up to a psychiatrist's house unannounced, he leaves behind a supernatural entity which preys on family. Stars Sophie Thatcher, Chris Messina, and Vivian Lyra Brown. Directed by Rob Savage from Dashcam. So I believe here's a clip from The Boogeyman right here on Silver Screen Previews. My father passed away, so you can see that there's nothing to be afraid of. There's a good scene from The Boogeyman. All right, Charlotte Beth, your review of this film. So I like horror movies. I like this one. Is it like the scariest thing I've ever seen in No. Uh, was the cinematography very dark in some areas where like, I couldn't even be scared because I couldn't really see what it was supposed to be, not even a glimpse of it? Uh, I mean, yeah. But did it do the job? Yeah, it did. And, um, mm. you know, I've seen, obviously, worse horror movies, but this isn't the best. I'll give it probably, like, an A-. minus. It's not a B horror movie. It's definitely an A. Mm. I was scared. I did have anxiety. There were not scared. There was a story arc. There was well-defined characters. Uh, I cared about them. There was a resolution slash 
potentially sequels. It, it checked all the boxes that a horror movie is supposed to do. Right. It scared me. I mean, mm. was it as horrifying <laughs> like it could be scarier? Amityville was scarier because there was a true element to it. Right. Very um, good. Very good analogy. This fictional, so it's not as scary. It wasn't gory. I appreciate that. Mm. A lot of horror movies is like blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it does nothing for me. Where's my story? Do you want me to care? Do you want me to be invested? Like I wouldn't call interview the vampire horror movie, but it's in my genre it was the vampire in the middle of the night. Right. And mm. I cared and everybody cared because it was a story. It was mm. well defined. Now, is it in the realm of interview the vampire? Absolutely not. That was probably the best of that there is. But would I pay to see this? Would it be great on streaming? Did it do what it was supposed to do? I, I think it did. So. Ah, very good. Well thought out and excellent analysis right there, uh, Charlotte Beth, of The Boogeyman, which is out in theaters, of course, wide release. You see the posters everywhere on the highway, the freeway, wherever you may be. This is a well-directed horror thriller for me as well. You know, Rob Savage, you might remember him from the uh, the, the that dash cam footage movie. Yeah, it was called Dash Cam from a year ago. Now, that is a bonkers movie because you're going through the found footage style. You're trying to keep up to track with what's going on. It's a movie not for everybody. I'll let me just tell you, there's a lot of gross-out moments that I know Charlotte Beth would not appreciate because it's it's there. It's up there. But here, yeah, he uses the subtlety, like you said. You have the impending doom feeling here. Because after the first act, you know what's going on, and this just keeps coming at you. Not like bam, but slowly, slowly but surely. Until the third act, of course, where everything just goes haywire, as you would expect. Right. But this is not, yeah, this is, this is more of a horror thriller. It permeates inside your, con- your, your consciousness. And so, yeah, give credit to Rob Savage there. He really hit it out of the park here. Tremendous. The way he directs in the dark lighting is superb. He does not fail. He gives you a little bit. He gives you a little bit here. The monster is not shown a lot, which is also a plus, which you don't get, you know? You're more afraid of the unknown because what you can make up in your mind is more horrifying than what you can show you on a screen. Exactly. You got it. Now, my favorite Boogeyman film that I remember from is the 1980 version of The Boogeyman. Now, that film you can catch also on streaming platforms. I I can't remember if they're on Netflix or Tubi. could be one of those. But yeah, The Boogeyman from 1980. A tremendous use of practical effects. Here you have some of the stuff. Not to that extent. So I would put that one up on top because the practical effects are just so incredible. You're like, wow, okay, I really bought that. You really could think that things were moving by themselves, and that was really cool. Here, you use the lighting as an attack mode for for the film to work. And Vivian Lyra Blair, you remember her from the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, series, and she's really great here because she's she's an up-and-coming actress, but she nails her parts as well. Sophie Thatcher, what can you say? She, She is this movie. Sort of like how uh, Sosie ba- Bacon was for, for Smile. That kind of acting power. So you can expect more things from her, obviously, in the future. Chris Messina's yeah. good. It's very dark and emotional. The shock scenes are effective. 
So I know I give this film a thumbs up. I agree with you. Thumbs yeah. up for uh, the Boogeyman. Closing thoughts, Charlotte Beth. I still think it was too dark in some areas. It's like it went a little too far when it is some of this. But oh my gosh, you know, again, it's an A-minus horror movie. I would recommend it. Like that's yeah. like you're not supposed to struggle. Like oh my god, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, that's what you look for—a recommendation. Definitely. All right, so let's do a quick recap of this week's films on silver screen previews. First of all, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Charlotte Beth. Uh, too much. Too much. Too flashy. Too extra. If you like extra, okay, that's for you. Wasn't for me. All right, very good. So thumbs down. I gave it a thumbs up. I love the expert writing from uh, Lord and Miller. Tremendous effects. It feels like you're in the movie, and that's a great you know thing to do when you're trying to show a movie like this. You just feel like you're part of the action. You feel like a kid again. So yeah, definitely. A thumbs up, so we disagree on that one. On the second film tonight on Silver Screen Preview, Simulant, Charlotte Beth. Down, down. It was too robotic. Too robotic. Hey, I agree with you on that. Stay human, people. This is a story that could have been so much better. Jordana Brewster is great here, and I think that the rest of the story was just not written well enough. It feels like a sea a level film, unfortunately, so I give this also a thumbs down. And on the third and final film tonight on Silver Screen Previews, The Boogeyman, Charlotte Beth. Thumbs up. Carrie did what it was supposed to do. Highly recommend. Excellent. Very good. I also gave it a thumbs up. Rob Savage, very well done. Excellent. Bravo. Nails it on every single aspect. It's a slow burn. Uses dark lighting well. What can you ask for? And the monster appears, not all the time, but just a little bit. You know, that's what you look for in these kind of movies in order to get the effect that you're looking for. Very good. Charlotte Beth, uh, you, well, you, now you have a, you just have an Instagram account. Is that, is that correct? You don't have like Twitter. You don't have Face Chat or whatever or Super Chat. I do have all those things, but none of them are public. They're all <laughs> in my room. And um, I don't have anything in my room. And as much as I would like to you know, promote that, I just feel. Um, all right, so you stay private. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you want to stay private? You stay private. Hey, come on. You got to respect that. I respect that. What I can tell you about the upcoming project I'm working on right now is that it's already in production. It's called Whispers of the Mountain. It's going to be a documentary. It's half animated and half real, which is kind of cool. And I guess Spider Verse E, you want to say it like that. I'm the, the voice character, uh, the main one of the role, so I'm very excited about that. Congratulations. Um, Excellent. So we'll check out your, your Instagram pages to stay on track with that stuff. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much for joining us on this episode of Silver Screen Preview, Charlotte Beth, and we look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent, guys. All right, we'll catch you again. Remember, we're moving this show on to Sundays in June, so catch us next Sunday as uh, we'll be covering the brand new Transformers movie. Oof, yeah. I'm very excited about that. No, not not really. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> we have to cover it. You know, it's just our job. All right, so on behalf of Charlotte Beth, I'm Rob Martin, and we'll catch you right back here next week, next Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern, on Instagram Live for Silver Screen Previews. Until then, have a great night, everybody, and a great week. <laughs> <laughs>